Porn Stars or People Podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm here with uh, Dahlia Rain. Thank you for for coming out. Thank you for having me. Uh, let's 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 get you with all the new arms and stuff. Yeah, let's get you back. Right? Are you just gonna? You want to hear me breathe? Yeah, there it is. Ha <laughs> ha. <sighs> oh shit. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thank you for doing this. Uh, thank you for traveling and coming to the. Let's call this the the new studio. Mm. Uh, we're sponsored by. Cool. It's not. It's not bad. Uh, we're sponsored by Spunk Lube today, and we're rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network, so we appreciate those people. Um, you are an East Coaster. I am, yes. Happily you, so, born and raised. Yeah. Uh, how How is that for you? What do you, like, what's your vibe on this whole area? You know, I love it. Uh, I grew up in, in Jersey most of my life, lived for eight years in Ohio through college, lived in Southern California for eight, so I just moved back here about four years ago. So I kind of, you know, got used to the California life. Yeah. Love that slowness. But I'm a Jersey girl down deep. And, you know, I just I've got too big of a mouth. I curse a lot. Yeah. I, I just, this is a better pace for yes. me. But that is that is the thing. I think I think us East Coasters, we like forget that you can't like we swear for no reason. <laughs> and then when you go to like another place, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your what's your deal? But even if we're happy, like yeah. well, it's like if we're angry, if we're happy, but it's just it's just a faster, faster pace. People always think that we're meaner here, but I would right. say we're not meaner. We're just more Pe- honest. People say this a lot to me. They're like, uh, they're like, oh, New York is like is like rude. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll just tell you if we hate you. We'll tell you if we love you. Just yeah. stop being a dick. And I then- don't think we're rude. I think <laughs> I think we don't care as much about yeah. like, um. Most of the things like we don't care if we ever see you again, which is not a bad thing. We wouldn't notice anyway because we're not making eye contact with you. If yeah. We see you, so. so it's not a bad thing that we don't care if we'll never see you again. But what it is, is it's like it's this other thing where it's like we embrace the fact that we can have a singular experience with somebody. Right. Like in the Midwest are really honestly, as soon as you get outside of New York, like a couple minutes, uh, people want to then like. Be your friend forever? They want to like add yeah. you on Facebook? I think it's a sign of the times too though because now social media help brings everyone closer to you to right. where before like if you had like a, a, a weird friend or like a creepy family member nobody knew. Right. You, did, you weren't responsible for them. Sure. But now like even just the other day I saw someone be like if you I saw someone post on Facebook if you have a friend and all of their friends are assholes like do you judge that person for it? Well before you wouldn't know if all of their friends were, you know, I don't know if this person has a crazy Aunt Susie because she's not, but now she's on Facebook. Right, right, so now right. I know oh, about because you're Aunt looking up their connections and stuff, right? Because right. now they're commenting on your stuff. Right. So now people have to be like more take care, like be all particular about who they add. And yeah. Who Especially me being an adult, an adult, you know, industry person. Yeah. Don't some, don't you just invite everybody in? Do you want I every, don't. You don't. Oh my gosh, I don't. I have 666 Facebook friend requests. No, sh- okay. I do not accept more. Yeah. If I get a friend request every single time, it's like Hunger Games. Like I'm like, is this person better than all other? Really? Yeah. If I friend you, like you're special. I get this a lot. People just go, girls that like want that are like nope. hitting on me do this thing with like because I've my, I've maxed it out. Mm. Um, what is that? Like five thousand. Five thousand. Wow. So I maxed it out, and because because I'm because I'm doing good at comedy. Are we switching shoes? Uh, no, I just took mine <laughs> off because it's like. I'm I don't know. I thought maybe you liked my heels. You just wanted yeah, to switch it up. Yeah, I'll put those on. Um, <laughs> no, and then the and so then I'll get this thing with just delete somebody, just delete somebody else, and then and then add me. You're, I would be like, are you cooler than all of them? Yeah, I don't know. Friends? I just mm. met you. No. This is yeah. I like that you have a like yeah. a stringent 
It's only policy. so many in, so many out. And then it keeps it keeps like my feed relevant. Yeah. Like so then it's only kinds of things that are interesting to me. Right. But I also Facebook for me isn't business. Yeah. I have Twitter, it has twenty thousand followers. Right, right, right. I have Instagram, it has almost ten thousand. That's where I collect people. Yeah. I don't really like people that I'm much. I'm a hoarder though. <laughs> oh no. So like anybody I ever knew, I'm like, that's a potential like person's gonna come to a show at some <laughs> point like it's a lot of things mm -hmm. that pr probably are not very realistic a lot of people that i know that are musicians or artists they do the same thing i just require all those people to be paying me <laughs> yeah yeah well that's i'm so like that's, you want to follow me follow that's my the only good. way for a comedian to get paid though is, is like we, we gotta yes. get you to come to the show you're right you're right like yeah. we don't have our own it would be cool and i th and i think i've had this chat before and i think this should be a thing that comedians start to do uh, but I don't have nearly the followers. But it would be cool if comedians were doing the thing like like porn stars where they do the like the private fans. channel. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. just you you sign on to my my only my only funnies. Yeah, only funnies. <laughs> and then uh, and then you do my channel. And that's and it's, we kind of have that. We have we have like uh, we have like Patreon and stuff like that. Right. People will support their own the, their podcast and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. No, comedy is is thankless like yeah you, there's so there's such a few it's people always say like oh actors are so one in a million or models are so one in a million no comedians it's actually really even harder because yeah. it's, it's there's less people that are going to take off and then uh, one thing that always drives me crazy is when you're a comedian you've been struggling for so long to try to find your little niche like your thing that is representative of you and then everybody loves it, and then they keep wanting to see it. Right, and then and now like, you're in this thing. Right? That was stuck. like the Steve Martin thing. Was that like now he's he like his act was based on this concept, mm -hmm. and then once people figured out the concept, it wasn't fun for him exactly, anymore. Exactly. No, yeah. it is funny because in acting, it's like they're always going to need a fat guy. Right. They're always going to need like right. these people, so you can't even typecast as much because right. they still need to make it look like fat it's guy's humanity. Always relevant. Right. <laughs> but in comedy, they just go, no, no, one's enough. Like yeah. one straight white male is enough. Right. Or women, how they often are like joking about their periods. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Joke about your period? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's, right. It's, it's well, but so, I mean, every comedian has a different perspective. But then, but that's the thing is they do. They start to categorize comedians in this, in this way. Yeah. Although yeah. I guess, I, I mean, I guess porn is exactly that. Oh. Absolutely. It's exactly that. It's like, oh no, I want to, I want to jerk off to this specific thing. But do you today. know what changed it is the production companies going into the the hands of the people. Okay. Like because before in porn, a long time ago, there was only major production companies. Yeah. And they were you the girls and the guys were trying to get the jobs. You know, trying to get trying to get the jobs. But now people out there are going, well, you know what? I'm really into so-and-so thing so i'm just gonna start doing it myself yeah and they start recording their own things so it's kind of it's almost a little bit the the porn stars have made it a little bit easier on themselves by like being able to just it's almost like if you could just say well i'm just gonna joke about sneakers yeah like different types of sneakers and that's gonna be it and then people will come to you because they think sneakers are hilarious right I, yeah and i wish and i wish that was you need an industry that makes like what is it like 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 four hundred billion dollars to have that type of thing. Comedy right, is not right, right. comedy is not in that in that Absolutely. level of demand, unfortunately. Yeah. Not but anymore. I'll do but I'll do yeah, I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever jokes you want me to do. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do jokes about tricycle I don't care, whatever you want. Whatever you I'll want. do jokes about jerking off with your feet. What you know what I mean? Whatever the whatever the equivalent is. Well that's great. I think that that's I think that that is the direction that it needs to go because it's kind of what 
makes what we do more um, digestible. Yeah. You know, it makes it more easy. It makes it, you know, more acceptable. Yeah. People yeah. before, they wouldn't even talk about all right. those private things like it, jerking off. And now people can just joke about it. And yeah, I do, I do think that that's the thing with, with porn, especially with the, the, the newer and the like commissioned content is that people can yeah now they can now pick their their weird flavor right although i think what it's doing is it's creating like a market that didn't exist necessarily exactly. like right i don't know that everybody needed to see foot porn <laughs> right like it's not that and i th because i think now that it is a thing it's it's like growing and it's becoming somebody's taboo oh, like almost unnaturally it definitely is fetishes can be grown for sure but it, it's it's interesting you say that because a couple years ago i was approached probably 2 years ago i was approached by one of my slaves one of my subs and he said i was approached on twitter by this british um, broadcasting company not the British Broadcasting Company, but a British Broadcasting Company, and they want us to be on their television show. Yeah. Um, so th we're going to do this documentary. It's going to be like a six-minute documentary. It's going to be great. So we're, I'm trying to do this thing, like, didn't get paid, trying to do this thing for, like, education purposes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to, like, create awareness about BDSM and, like, polyamory and weird life and, and stuff like that. And um, what I wasn't prepared was that, once it was released, which it went viral, it had, you know, every lad Bible, everyone was sharing oh, nice. it. Yeah, it went viral. I know them. And I was getting, because um, it was originally from Bancroft Media. Yeah. So then they sold it, sold it to lad Bible and a whole bunch of different companies, and then they shared it. And we had like millions of shares in a day. And what I wasn't, what I wasn't thinking about was that my intention was just like education and everyone is going to think right. are interesting and nice. And right. this is really cool. But we had so many horrible responses from people that when I was reading them, it was just like, like, it's so extreme. They were horny or they horrible. were upset? They were, they thought that we were terrible. Like, oh. they thought that like, we were like weird and messed up. Oh, wow. Like, cause you know, like they were just like, cause you know, we're like poly, like I have, my partner is, is a dom, I'm a dom, we have slaves. Yeah. And so when they would watch it, they would just be like, oh, this poor man is being abused. Like, they thought, right. like, my, my sub was being abused. Like, they were just, they were putting all of their own personal Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things well, they're, and the misunderstanding of things. Right. Because they don't have that perspective to come from, the understanding to come from. Yeah. So they're just like, and I'm reading over all these responses. I mean, I went through the, the Facebook pages and I read every guy. You read every comment? You can't read every comment. I read That's them. What I found out. And I responded to a lot of you them. You responded to all the comments. And a lot of them I responded being like, uh, my slave's name is Fluffy. Yeah. I would be like, I'll happily send you Fluffy's email information if you would like to talk to him about right. whether he's suffering. Because I truly did it for education. So I wanted to answer the comments. Right, right, right. You know, but... It was definitely interesting. Like my hair, I had dyed my hair yellow right. on purpose. Like yellow, yellow. yellow like yellow. not human yellow. Like big bird, yeah, yeah, bright okay. yellow. Yeah. On I didn't purpose. even know you could. Yeah, okay. On purpose. It was brand new. It was just people just started doing it. and But it had faded. So, of course, one girl is like, oh, my God, she needs a toner in her hair. Right. right. And I'm like, well, of course, you don't know that I dyed my hair yellow right. intentionally. Right. It's not your fault. But it's just so funny, like the comments that people write when they don't know I'm like Fluffy's actually really happy and loves his loves right. his being kinky and loves being in the adult industry cuz he you know Yeah, he's not there accidentally. No, no. Right. He begs to be here. Right. I've tried Literally. to fire him many Literally. times. Yeah. <laughs>
yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> he's my biggest dummy. Yeah. Hi, Fluffy. <laughs> so that's, do you think he's going to listen? Yeah. You gonna, um, it, it, could this be one of the things? Is like, can I get um, people that have been on the podcast, can I get the, them to make their subs listen to the podcast? Is that <laughs> yes, a, and like get the listens can. up? Listen, get your always. subs <laughs> to listen to this goddamn podcast. podcast. Let's get the listens up. Yeah. Just sudden repeat. It's complicated getting subs to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a kindergarten teacher. No shit. So I learned a lot about being patient and communicating fully, calmly, and patiently, and, and having good self-control from yeah. teaching children. And I find that those apply a lot to, sure. to dealing with adults because adults are really just more complex children. <laughs> yeah, this is what... So uh, when I teach an improv class, I always try to do it for children because there really is it's an easier market it's Absolutely. like a, adults have like made up their minds about things and they force more. everything so like with stand up with with uh, with improv what happens is the kids aren't trying to be funny but then they become funny because they're yes. just silly but when you do it with adults adults are trying to be funny all the they time they already have a preconceived notion of what's funny and it's not good yes because they're trying that. so hard right so that's interesting yeah, yeah. i think we lose it we well, lose we're a lot already of deciding that they can't Sure. Like there's a lot that. of adults will be like, oh, I'm not funny. Right. I'm not funny. Well, there's that. I find that about sex with adults is people go, oh, like when you meet uh, when you meet somebody and there's then they start listing things mm-hmm. before you get in the room. <laughs> and it's like, that's f- fine. And I respect those things. But mm-hmm. it also sounds like you haven't experimented in story, a very yeah. long time. I actually that's one of my favorite things about about BDSM and about being a femdom is that a lot of times people tend to I, I learned early that people tended to just listen to me yeah. because of who I am Yeah. like so pe- people would come up with this someone would come up a, a girl that would come up with her boyfriend and then she would be like oh you know oh he's super he would never right and then I would just walk up to him and be like but have you thought about it though right. like are you are you thinking about right, it right 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 maybe right Let's, right. let's try it out. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been in so many situations sexually where a thing you wouldn't do then becomes a thing that you would do w- in an instant. Right. Which right, is right, what's right. which is what's interesting because and it's because it's all about what's going on in the room right. with the person. Absolutely. So it's like so it's like yeah, I wouldn't like on a survey. Yes. Say that I'm doing all these things, but I then when I'm in the room, across the across the board, is yeah. a lot of the times is yeah. the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way that you present something and and making people feel comfortable, I think that that's probably why I'm good at what I do is because even from the time I was little, my my mother and my family would always be like, "Oh, you make people feel really comfortable." Oh, interesting. You're really outgoing and accepting. People would walk in to meet me and they would be like shaking. Right. And I would just be like, "I'm gonna hug you." Like, no let's shit. just have a hug. R- Are you? R- Calm down. Take a breath. <laughs> Take a breath. You're fine. Like, I'm not, we're not even in the, I'm not going to murder you. Yeah. Yet. Interesting. All right. So for, for people that don't, let's pretend like we're that, we're that, uh, that, that BCC show or whatever. That, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's called Extreme Love. Yeah. What, so what is, I mean, what's the, if you had to like bottle it down and explain to people <laughs> what it is to be, to be poly. Yeah. And to and then how does I mean and then and then even beyond that how does it work to have two doms? Yeah, because that's the main that's the stable it's relationship, fine. right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of funny. Um, so all my slaves that I have now, I've had for years. Yeah. My boyfriend, my primary partner, has been around less long. We've only been together for a little over two. Interesting. So they so my subs, 
they were there first. Yeah. But they were never confused about their place. Right. I've right. Nobody. No. None of the subs think that they're going to become. No, they the, were subs from the beginning. Right. They know they're always going to be subs. But I find that the best, like in my personal experience, poly. We call it poly kinky because there's polyamory, which is like poly and love. Right. When you have like love relationships. You, multiple relationships. Right. Poly kinky is kind of when you have multiple play partners yeah. and i don't mean sexual like play partners just like having sex right, what's where, what's like, this hand <laughs> you know a little bit of i don't mean just like sexual because in, in bdsm and ds it's more about the emotional what's d oh dom uh, dom sub dom yeah yeah it's, BDS, too, many, it's yeah, too many acronyms dominant submission <laughs> um it's more about like Realizing that people have many devil, different levels are constantly evolving and growing. And that the idea with Polly is that, well, the basic sense is that you're so awesome or I'm so awesome that my partner doesn't want to keep me from only being with one person. Interesting. That's an interesting it's like you want to share. On it. Yeah. And you can be as, um, so you can decide to have only sex with your pr your primary partner. I love that you sex. Every time do, you do, say do, sex, do. you start finger. I mean, we could like finger sex, in your hand. like whatever. Yeah. Like we can like rub <laughs> two vaginas. It'll be fine. Say sex. You know what I mean? <laughs> like get it done. Sex. But you could do like you could do like sex with your primary partner, and yeah. then do other types of sexual activities with other people, not only penetration. Right. There. So there's many different types of ways of being poly, without just literally sticking your dick in 15 different people yeah. you could be like i'm only gonna stick my dick in this person but we play or maybe my boyfriend and i whenever we have other partners that we play with we're together yeah you know so they're like our relationships but i think that the most important thing is adding people one at a time sure and making sure everyone likes each other right 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 um so ha did you have situations i mean now that you have so you had the subs for mm -hmm. a period of time now the relationship of a sub is, I mean, it it's so you're so in control that it, can it, but can it go awry? Like, did you have to have you ever had to boot any subs? Of course, yeah, absolutely. Okay. What does that look like? Yeah, uh, it looks different every time, but um, the most irritating time is when, which I actually had recently, when a person. So I had a situation recently with a, a slave or a sub who was with me for a long time. The whole time he was like faking it because he liked me. Right. He just he liked me. He thought I was hot. He liked me in his life. He yeah. liked me texting him. So he pretended to be submissive and paid me a lot of money. Right. Paid me a lot of money. Well, what's the difference? But then in the be end, he was between a dick pretending to be submissive. Because in the end, he was like, "I've just been pretending, and all I'm smarter than all of your slaves, and I'm actually not submissive." And I was like, you're actually just saying you have no self-control. Yeah. Because well, submissiveness is not. But it, this is just what people say when they get their feelings hurt, right? It's like it, they, they don't get what they want. No, and then he they start I can tell shit. he's, you know he's I mean? being, tr well, there's, uh, it's there's, complicated. Uh, there's obviously this truth to the thing, the, right? Do you know what it is? It's the people being too complicated. Yeah. That's what it is in the end. It's just people like, he, he, was, he was providing me everything that I wanted to be yeah. my sub. On paper, it looked good. Right. But him in the background was like secretly jealous, secretly worried right. I was going to leave him. So it's just like every other every relationship. Every other relationship. Yeah. And do you know how many times I've met people in public when I'm out with my slaves? Because usually it'll be me, my partner, and several slaves. Because yeah. we just, 
go, we travel in a, a pack. Sure. And I, how many times I've sat sitting down at a bar and there was like this drunk girl and she would like go up to my sleigh and be like, well, what do you get out of it? What are you, do- why are you here? Right. I mean, if they're not fucking you, what are you doing? I love every, I love every, uh, every I love that impression. <laughs> that's every, like, that's every person I meet after a comedy I show. I mean, like my <laughs> boyfriend, it's just like, it's like, well, what do you get out of your relationship? Right. What does anybody? Right. Like we've actually taught most of our slaves that people tend to fill vacuums with, with sex. Like, what does that mean? Like you have a vacuum of something you're lacking, la- self-esteem, um, abandonment issues. Yeah. So you seek out sexual interactions, hooking up with people. Now, do you think people are how how aware do you think people are of this type of behavior? Very, very, very little. Yeah. Very little. Um, most people, everyone has vacuums, like sure. you know something that they need. They can't be alone, so yeah. they'll go get drunk at a bar, or they just need to completely get wasted, and they don't even know if they. But most of the people, you, everyone has vacuums. It's either right. where you recognize them or you don't. Right. And I think a lot of my subs and slaves are people who ha- need a little bit of extra guidance in changing patterns. So I literally have to tell, like, some of them won't wake up until noon. And I have to say, you're going to start waking up every day at 9 o'clock. They just wouldn't do it for themselves. Interesting. You know, like, it's like it's like um, literally like being a mother. Yeah. <laughs> Like, people would be like, you don't have any children. I'm like, no, I have several. I just didn't birth them myself. They're basically like, they're like, like babies. They're like our teenagers sometimes. But it's really helpful having a male, or even just not even a male. It's helpful having a dom partner. Because even recently, I had a, I had something happen in my life. And I needed to make sure that I could, like, trust my partner to pick up the slack. Yeah where I wasn't going to be able to, you know? So I could just call him and be like, look, I can't deal with any of these people. So I'm going to need you to help me out. Yeah, Because it's, it, being a dom, whether you're a femdom or a male dom, it's a lot of work, emotional, like, you have to put in a lot of time and effort and work and planning. And sure, sure, sure. Hey, go, no, go. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Tess, okay. go. Go, no. I'm actually apologizing to the listeners more than anybody else. I know you like Tess, but it's an interruption. No, Sorry, you guys pu- can't hey, pup- see her. hey, puppies on the couch, go away. No puppies in the studio. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Okay. Oh, All right. She's really cute, though. She is very cute. Uh, this is this is this is Tess's second time trying to be on the podcast. <laughs> I had I had to remove her jingles. Her jingles is like the I don't know if you have this equivalent for for your for your subs, but I can I always know where she's at because because uh, of her jingle. Because I keep, yeah I keep the two things on her neck. So the, the one That's with really her name sweet. on it and the other one is is is, is, is it, as it turns sweet. out her rabies thing. Ah. But then I just but then she goes in the woods and I just I can hear her jingling around. I should get those for slaves, actually. I think yeah. you need those. Where are you? What are you doing? <laughs> what? Why can't I, I hear your jingles? I just have a bell. I make them come. Do you to have me a bell in my room? Is yeah. that real? Right next to yeah. the bed. Ding, oh, that's ding. great. Like a hotel. That's great. Like I'll be like, yeah. So, okay, so what is the sub relationship? So are these people that literally live in your house? I have one that lives with okay. me. Yes, I have a living. And what's the role? So, um, his his slave name is Agonist. Um, he has been what him and Fluffy are my two longest had. I've both had them for five years. They were my slave before I lived with with right. in this house. Now, how do they feel about? And this is is this even a thing they get to discuss? Do they get to discuss how they feel about your new relationship? That's a wonderful question. Uh, no, but <laughs> it's part of my responsibility to know that it affects them. It's just my favorite thing. That's a great question. No. No. Um. <laughs> tr- okay. No. Uh, so. 
yes, I'm sure deep down, it's less time that they get to spend with me. Yeah. But, but if okay, I'm doing but, a good job. But you were in a relationship prior. I was. So there's always going to be That's somebody. exactly true. And I was in a relationship when I was in another relationship when I met them. Yeah. So they were used to it. Then I was single and I only had slaves for a while. And then, um, and then I had this new relationship, but it's kind of, that's every relationship. Sure. That's every, yeah. it's, but it's my responsibility in knowing that I'm like the mother, kind of like the, I'm being aware of everyone, how they're seeming, like without saying anything. Right, right, right. Like, do they seem like they're kind of frustrated? So should we have a talk? Like, I had a talk with them anyway, even though he never said anything. I said, hey, you know, like, whatever, I can't remember, it was so long ago. Like introducing them, encouraging the slave to hang out with us. Yeah, talk to it's 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 a lot of like management of people, and considering yeah, I think people's that, I th- feelings. I think that's the that, that's the first place a comedian goes to with the poly thing is they go. Uh, it's hard enough. Oh God, yeah. Like dealing with one girlfriend. Oh, yeah. How like it's it's so much more work Absolutely. to deal with too, uh, but it but it, the fact that you are more defined in the fact that like right. I am. I'm this role. Yes. And this is actually, this is how I feel about gender roles. Even even though we say that they were so bad and such and so forth, and the only problem was that we, we pinned certain things on women, we pinned certain things on men, but I, right. I still Me agree easier. with the idea that two people in a relationship should be doing half of the work. Yes. And I don't care which half you do, but like pick a half. Right, right, And right. fucking do your job. Right. And then when you don't do the thing that you said you were going to do, then you can have that discussion. You're going to do the thing you're supposed to do. Right, yeah, and I don't exactly. Ca- and, it's, and again, it's like, I'm happy to cook. I'm happy to take care of the babies. It's right. like, none of this stuff has to do with, with, with like traditional gender roles, but it does have to do with the fact that the reason why relationships worked better was because people were doing half the work. Because it was like um, explained like it was structured. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that, that's were... that's how I explain that about DS a lot. Yeah. Actually, is because um, people always say, like, they we call it total power exchange. Sure. TPE, total power exchange. It basically means wh- it's exchange of power. So I have power. I I stand here with my power. I'm born with it. I choose it. I grow it, and I'm giving it to you. Doesn't mean that I'm weaker than you. It means I'm choosing to be. I'm making the choice. To give you the power. And it's like. That's the sub. That's. Well, yeah. And then DS. So it's like. Even if. Even with two doms. Even though we're both very alpha people. We're both very. Um, confident. We're both very uh, aggressive and goal oriented. I can choose. To give him respect. And it's because. And I can choose to worship him. I can choose to make him my king. Because I know I have so much power. I can give it to him. So so it's not like I'm losing. It doesn't. It's not like I'm making myself weak. I'm almost. That's hard to explain. No, I think you're doing a good job. It's almost like I'm making myself stronger because yeah. I'm recognizing my power and choosing to give it to him. Sure, sure, sure. I think, uh, and I think that's really, in an odd way, that's what's lacking from relationships now. Yes. Is is I'm in constant conflict when I'm dating somebody because it's the it feels like we're we're at odds when all I've ever wanted yeah. is to be like on the same page. Yes. Right. There's no odds. There's yeah. no struggle. And it's like you know you just you just you're supposed you just you have my back. And th- together we're stronger. That's, I mean, that's basically yeah. what you're describing. And and even with people always get confused because he, you know, he's a dom. Like, but what we'll do is, instead of, we're always trying to just like make sure that we have people. Like, I'm not the neat, most neat person. Sure. Um, 
but I have figured out a way to get people to do things for me. <laughs> right. So my house is very clean, but it's not because I'm very neat. It's just because I've managed to figure out what are the things that I can't do. Yeah. And then found someone to do it yeah, for no, me. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, that, and that's and that's like a serious. That's self-reflection and that and like the honesty of admitting that you're flawed and you can't do everything. Right. Uh, again, and it's that's kind of missing. what Polly is. That's yeah, that's great. Because it's it's not even necessarily a thing like washing dishes. Maybe right. it's like something emotional, or maybe it's something psychological, or maybe it's help doing taxes. Right. It's like literally. Well, and, just it, and it could be anything. It could be doing dishes, but yeah. it also you know yeah it also could be it also could just be like being the little spoon. <laughs> you know, like it's. And that there's something great about that. And there's and this I mean, there really is. This is the thing that I find the most um, enriching about just your community across the board. And we're lumping a lot of things in now. Right. When I when I say this. But the the level of communication, the the success of all the people is because the level of communication is is everyone's got to succeed or no one. And yeah. And and. The and even from the standpoint, and I say this a lot on the podcast of like when you go into a scene and this is you know uh, where you list off the things you're mm-hmm. going to do. That's just not things that people do in in regular life. Yeah. The best relationship I had, and it, and and it was just and it ended up being short lived. But what was great about it was we <coughs> spelled out everything that we felt like we were comfortable at, at the beginning, and we decided to have it be an open relationship, mm-hmm. and that was what was great and enriching and we didn't know each other well enough mm-hmm. to even get involved in the endeavor that we were we yeah. were looking at and so we made a lot of mistakes but the fact that we sat down and talked about it was something That's that huge. yeah that, that we've never you know, that i'd never done she had never done it's you my partner now we did that we actually like he said like what is your idea like in your mind like i call him daddy yeah like uh he's like what is your idea of what this is to you you know and then he like it was like what do I need? This is who I am. And it was kind of just like re- on paper. Yeah. Like on paper, yeah, writing great. all this stuff out. I, I, it's great. I wrote out, I wrote out <laughs> for somebody like a, like a, um, I don't remember what I called it. Not a Dan dictionary, but like the Dan <laughs> Bible almost. Yeah. Like, like, the, like That's one cool. time. And, and I was, it was just, these are the things that I don't care about. Um, so it's not things you need to focus on. These yeah. are the only kind of things that I do. Um, and and it is because th- this is the thing I, I think a lot is that we don't know what the other person in the relationship we don't know what what right. they think is romantic we don't know what they're like love language yeah love language. well I, the love language thing I think is too limiting too because they go oh well I you know then they just like list these what is it the four things right? no but it's kind of like, the people don't always tell you what their love language yeah, is yeah that's like, true it's and not about that... what people tell you it's about actually paying attention sure there's that there's that but it's also nice to have them go you know this is what because where people bump into trouble is once you've made a mistake that now is like non-negotiable and you're like well i would have easily not made the mistake if we just discussed it at the beginning right yeah that's huge that's definitely big because it's not being honest about so i actually part of why i'm i consider myself a bdsm advocate yeah and i'm actually in the process of starting a website that is going to be just like helping not kinky people like regular people sure like make decisions but from like a femdom or ds perspective so i so i really just love the idea of like taking things that people learn through ds 
and applying them to people who aren't kinky. Yeah. Okay. Whenever I tell I people, like, like I want to start this, this like you know this website for helping people to give advice. There's advice. There's kinky advice columns for people giving advice to kinky people. Sure. But not kinky people trying to talk to like regular vanilla right, people. Right, 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 And I just think that there's so many things that we learn that can be applicable, whether in porn or in fetish or in like you know BDSM. Like we we have all of these strange ways of breaking things down. And my boyfriend, when we first started dating, he was vanilla. Well, he wasn't vanilla, but he was n- not in the BDSM yeah. lifestyle. And he thought consent conversations were like the weirdest thing ever. They and they are, <laughs> like, and they really are. You just walk up to somebody and say, "Can I touch your butt?" And I'm like, "No, I do." <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I it, definitely and do. And it is weird, and it's and it's. I mean, I think this is where we're evolving. Um, and it is. It, I think I really do think a lot of the problem is that we're still stuck in like the rules of the fifth. So like we're still trying to Absolutely. apply rules of like I just kind of bought a wife <laughs> and legally I can do whatever I want to her yeah. sexually. We're still kind of in that thing. And then and then women are still kind of in that thing where they they just want a guy to take charge because that's what it's been well, for you so know what? long. The problem is. They secretly, many, I shouldn't generalize, many of them secretly want to go to take yeah. charge, but on the front they're saying they don't. Right, right. So, then, so they'll so be out I've there being like, on... I'm a woman, I take right. care of myself, and then they're like low-key being like, why doesn't anybody date me? Right, <laughs> right. And 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 it is interesting to to encounter these people, that are, that they're, and they're just so... Everything about how they communicate and what they want is, is, a, is in conflict. Yes, and men, it's the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, I don't want to. I, I just, I don't date men, so it's, it's hard. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then obviously, like, uh, it's interesting now because now I'm in one of these, one of these like situations where I, one of my friends is now starting to see another of my friends oh. who's, a, who's a girl. So now I'm seeing all of the sides of it because yeah. she's getting you feedback. Know her. Yeah, you know. I know her. both of the girls yeah. and I know the guy, and so now I'm getting feedback from. B girl about mm. a girl and then I'm getting and then the story that I hear from the guy and it's all different it's all it's not even this drama it's just that everybody's trying to put the best foot forward yes and and there is a little that's bit of drama great to, that's great that you notice that though because you literally you can hear a story from one like, yeah this it's like that's not what he person, said and and it's 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 and spinning. both people it seems like are, are kind of in the mania part of the thing and they're really right. like excited and they really want to hang out all the time but I think they both feel like it's a lot. So then what they're doing is they're telling the people around them that, oh, this one, the other one, not me, the other one just wants to see me all the time. And oh it's a my lot. Gosh. But That's they're both very... saying that. But the funny thing is, this is all still typical guy girls. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 And so that's what I mean. And even, even on even on the smallest level. Yeah. Even on the smallest level. But that's the thing. I think I think we're I think we're all very much in conflict with what we want. Um, sometimes we don't know where it comes from. Uh, you know, we don't know what we're so, searching for. One of my biggest things, and I found this when I started working with gender therapy people, with, with people who are going through transitions, was people want to put themselves in boxes. Yes. They don't want to. They need to. Yes. They need to. Sure. I mean, I'll work with a trans person who is the most beautiful, wonder gender fluid. Yeah. I would put them straight in the middle. Yeah. Beautifully straight in the middle. Gay, sh- gay, straight, sh- in the middle, and they're like, I don't know if I'm a man or a woman. I don't know if I'm gay or straight. And I'm like, 
Who cares? Be yeah. both. Be, yeah. be gay today. Be straight tomorrow. Sure. Be wear dress a girl tomorrow. Like be yourself. Be wonderful. It is. It's hard, right? Because everybody wants to be like you. Got to be true to yourself. Yeah. And all those things. And I think the people that are the most sure about how they are. See, but then as are even, the most fluid. Though. But even as I'm saying that, the mo- <laughs> people that are the most sure, I think, also are people that I don't exactly envy. Like there's right, a there's a right. level of 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 person that that like that's already made up their mind about everything. You're and right. I go, that's right. that's wrong. That's true. I think though, I think the best way to be is just always being fluid. Yeah. Like not necessarily like because they had their own journey that took them to that place, whether yeah. they're right or wrong. But accepting the fact that you could be someone different in ten years, and I, yeah, I think I think that we evolve as people, and I think we also do this thing where, again, it's like every experience we have with a different person has a different skew to it. So, however dominant and I might be with my relationship when I'm 25, mm-hmm. it might be a completely yeah. different thing when I'm 30, right. and both of them might be nurturing for because because that might not be the most important part of it. Absolutely, to me. I would say it's about it's it's not a race to a finish line; it's a journey. Sure. So each each in individual relationship you go through, at the end of it, if it doesn't work out, you're not like, man, I failed because yeah, we're not I getting married. It's people not, think it's yeah that they've wasted. Yeah, time. you didn't waste time. No, you, you learned you about out yourself. Who you are, right. Yeah, you learned about okay. Well, I don't like people who. Leave the toilet seat up, or I don't like this. Like you learn, like yeah. about yourself. You learn about people. Right. Like, people always, it's you, they wasted time. They're always thinking they wasted time. Like yeah, no, it's not no, a you, finish line. It's yeah. a journey. And again, it's because we're still stuck in this this other thing. We're stuck the, in this yes. like we have to get married. We get have married. to be. Uh, Which is weird because people aren't even getting married. People aren't even getting married. These days. kids. Yeah, they're doing all the things without. But it is. It's like now because we go, oh, I can have kids and I can do all the jobs. And actually, you're, maybe you're better off if you're only doing it half time. But that's what it was anyway. It was right. half time. Right. Because one person was gone all day and yeah. the other person was taking care of biz at home. Yeah. Um. So it is. It's a. It's a lot of weird. It's like how long before we evolve completely and figure out that that it's. Because now gender's gender's fluid, relationships are fluid, everything's getting to like, that stage. It seems like half of us go this way, and then half it's it's not even yeah, it's not well, even plainer though. You either it's, go well. It's really what's happening is yeah is exactly what you're saying is is we we either loosen up mm-hmm. or we tighten way yeah. the fuck down, mm-hmm. and that's those are the two sort of levels that we're at now. The middle is the middle with everything is is becoming non-existent. I mean, yep. even politically, it's what it's what we're doing with everything mm-hmm. is is. Is the 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 what, what's the what's the Dr. Seuss thing the 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 butter side up and the butter side down? I people? don't know, but that sounds right. Interesting. It's become this thing. All of these all of these weird like uh, Big Brother esque sort of yes. uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, I forgot the word right now, but uh, um, but these worlds where you know these where where there's dystopia. This is what oh I mean. yes 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 uh, where where there's the that's kind of, where all of these things that we were warned about. Oh God, I used to love those were books. Silly. Yeah, yeah, I love it's those books. Real, very real now. Yeah, and now I can't I can't even like all of that the what is it the the Handmaiden's Tale or, right. Like um, people tell me to watch it. I'm like, I don't it's want too, to. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> even the um, even the Black Mirror stuff, mm-hmm. I don't think is that far fetched. I know, yeah. Like even the one where the two guys are banging each other. I in the love video that game. one. <laughs> I, I don't like, think that's yeah. far fetched. Yeah, 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 people, it freaked, it's freaked out so many straight guys. It really freaked them out. That's and funny. I really don't think it's that far fetched. No, and it's it was, not. And 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 I was very proud of them for having the moment in the alley. Yes. And I don't want to ruin it, but it's been out for a while. So now, yeah. just <laughs> spoiler alert. But um, 
they're in the alley and they want to they have to figure out now why they're having the best sex of their life in a video game yeah. with each other one of them has taken the submissive role as a woman of one of them has taken the the, mm -hmm. the dominant role as a man and they're both just avatars so then they're trying to figure it out and they were they're not sure if they're in love with each other and they make out in the alley yeah. and they're not they're and, not and they're not at all of course my first thing when i watched that was i was like god damn it when i was playing sims when i was 14 i couldn't even get them naked in the tub right that's like all i was like trying do. to yeah. put cheats on my sims like trying to make him get naked in the yeah. shower like you could almost see it yeah um and th yeah we um, and that's and that's even such a such a, a less immersive experience right because they're like they're like vr yeah they're in, there. in it it was beautiful yeah. i love that, that yeah it really good. it was it but was it's terrifying but but it's i really think it's it's not that far it's not that far off mm -hmm. but these little nuggets that 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 make it into literature and 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 well television i was watching something i was watching an old movie when i say old, oh, it was like from the 80s yeah i think it was from the 80s and and they actually had like they were it was fake VR glasses, but yeah. they looked just like the ones like we the have ones, now. Right. And we were we were watching it, and they were just predicting it. And I, I was like, oh, that's so funny. Those actually that's do it. look like our VR glasses. VR has been around for that long. <laughs> oh, it has just it? Was not. It just the graphics hadn't caught oh. up. So the concept of VR was always there, I but it was yeah, like it was one of those things where like you know you know like you know like those those like those like dumb, like just like gray shapes no tone no shadows yes, exactly. just like spheres mm -hmm. you're just like in a shapes thing so it it existed but it just wasn't fun yeah because because yeah. the graphics hadn't caught up the the none of it was there the gradations all of the right. stuff that we needed like toy story to do <laughs> is is what got us there spending money on 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 children and and media yes. is what got us there yep but people who have the money to spend yeah the, the parents disney well disney yeah well yeah yeah, Disney, DreamWorks, all the things. Yeah, that's how we got there. So yeah, that, that's and we're getting close there with uh, with the porn stuff now. Right? Oh, absolutely. Can, so now there's VR porn. Yeah. Even the site that I go to has started starting to have VR stuff. And, and have you ever seen any. too? Like I did a, a shoot down in um, St. Petersburg with a foot fetish production company down there, and there the the camera because he does um, giant tests. Okay. Clips. Do you know what that is? It's basically when the person is very large. Oh, interesting. Like the the woman is very large and she's like 50 yeah. attack of the. So now, okay, so, okay. Kind of like that was yeah. the attack of the fifty foot woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that. Daryl so Hannah, would, one of those. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I did a shoot with him and he had this little tiny camera. It was like You'd this big. You'd be the big, hottest fifty thin. foot woman. <laughs> it was like this thin, and it had this little tiny like dome, and he could like so record three sixty camera. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Three hundred and sixty camera. Yeah, I have like, one of those, and so I, cool. I literally I just couldn't figure out how to make it. I thought it'd be really cool for the podcast because it's like because then it's like they, if they don't want to look at me, that then great, don't look at me. <laughs> so. I was like, this is really cool because you know before they were having to do it with like they would take little like tiny army men or like little characters right. to try to like film the giant test stuff yeah. they'd actually have to just take a little guy and like a girl and put on the floor but now they have all these cool like actually the things you can film with with porn and, and clips now are yeah. ridiculous i i just technology has put us in such a direction i have a i have a chastity device for one of my slaves that's like gps bluetooth really like electric electric shock him no like shit. You can make him get all he could be anywhere in the world like and make him get on all fours like a dog yeah like it's like technology is amazing for what we can yeah, do yeah that's cool okay wait so um get, let's get into this real quick just uh we got a we got about like a 10 minute oh, okay yeah window of of uh of, of end of the podcast mm -hmm. um this is a thing that i don't necessarily understand and and I want you to kind of explain it to me. 
the the chastity business yes. and the and then what do you call it when you basically is that what it's called when you like lock up a penis yeah or um, a, or, or a vagina yeah sure, sure, <laughs> sure but uh but but you know since since penises obviously you know uh change in size mm. uh there are devices that restrict what's the like that's like a, that's like a fear that i have when i as soon as i see these contraptions on twitter is like what if i what if i pop wood yeah, it hurts. Okay. It hurts. Um, there so are does many... it stop? Like, does it cut it off? There. So there's many Can different types. Can you injure yourself? There's, there's different sizes and different shapes of chastity cages. But, for example, my slave Fluffy, he had a regular standard size chastity cage. And he's a glutton for punishment. And so he wanted to get a smaller one. No shit. Which they make a tinier one. It's called the Nano, which is basically only about, like, this yeah. big. Now, he actually has, like, a six, seven-inch penis yeah. hard. Um, so what happens is when he's hard in the cage, it pushes into his body more. No so shit. you could actually feel Just it. Just stubs like, it out. You yeah. could feel it, like, here yeah. inside. Um, well, every dude claims that they have an extra, like, two inches of dick inside anyway. <laughs> that's our, that's well, our. I think they do, depending on the size of their stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 it's like it just kind of like pushes inside, but it hurts. Yeah. It, it, but that's part of the the joy. Yes. Okay. It, like some people, it's a reminder. Like they like it. Yeah. Like it's like feels uncomfortable. And for a masochist, it's like fluffy. Like someone who like likes it, like likes yeah. feeling uncomfortable or knowing you're putting it in his place. He's into it. And then some people will put it on and they won't even be able to handle a day. Yeah. Or they won't be able to handle overnight. Well, Overnight's think, hard. I think a lot of people that don't have penises, um, <laughs> since I don't want to, I don't want to label and now and gender identity. Yeah. All things, people that don't have penises. Let's just say that's that. That's good. That's a good. Way to put they it. don't understand uh, how many times a dick changes sizes in yeah. the day. Or overnight, I guess is the well, biggest. Overnights of a uh, huge. People wake up with morning wood huge and concern. they are like, when Painful people first go into ch- yeah. chastity, they'll call me in the morning, like yeah. crying, screaming. Sure. And I'm like meh. Sure, but then, all, <laughs> but then, but so then also, um, yeah, that's interesting because I, I, so I just thought that that the brain would be like, okay, cool. No boners uh, now. No boners. No, it doesn't do that. Interesting. In fact, you'd be amazed when <laughs> the other day, uh, a dom and in New, uh, New York City from Brooklyn came out to see me to shoot some clips and we put him in a device that was it basically it went in his butt locked his balls into place and then clamped his dick yeah and he'd been in a chassis device no one was touching him he yeah. was just laying there with this device on and he looks at me and he goes goddess oh my god I'm gonna come yeah I saw this and tweet. I'm like wait 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 and I had to run and grab the camera and he just came right all over in his own face it was so, and nobody, it wasn't touching anything wasn't touching anything but it was just the the when you're in chastity, when yeah. you're not using your dick for a long time, not only will you get a super sure. easy boner, but you can just come without touching it. Yeah. I had an electric device on him so once. And is he just, this is this the? So does he get in trouble? Like, what's the what happens next? Is he is is he's I letting mean, you know? You I mean, ideally you're giving him permission. He can't. He can't help it. Yeah, really. I mean he's going to right. But so then is there a consequence? Like, is it? It depends. Is this an unsanctioned? On is this unsanctioned coming? Technically, yes. It depends on the dom how she would want to respond yeah. to that. I mean, in the in in a porn, in a porn, she would be like, "I didn't allow you to have that boner." Right. Then I'm gonna punch you. But I just thought I was too funny. Yeah. I just thought I was too funny. So so technically, the dom in me 
maybe should have been pissed because it wasn't allowed. Right. But I just, I took the humor of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get a camera valuable. in time? Oh, yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, you got it. It was too valuable. Oh, nice. It was too Is valuable. Is it on Twitter right now? No, no. Oh, I, you didn't get it. I keep things for Oh, that's for you. Oh, no, I put it on, on my OnlyFans. Oh, I see, I see, I see. You know. Oh, so the perfect transition. How do we see that exact thing? Uh, where do we go to, to pay for your porn, et cetera? Yeah, so um, I do clips. I have I want clips. Um, Dahlia Rain. And I also have OnlyFans, which is OnlyFans forward slash Dahlia Rains. I'm pretty much Dahlia Rain across the yeah. board. And so what's the Twitter? It's uh, Dahlia Rain, D-A-H-L-I-A-R-A-I-N. Yep. Boom. Dahlia Rain everything. You can find me. I mean, and then how do you feel about the non- Porn friendly social medias, the Instagrams, those, the yeah, Facebooks. I use them. I, I have a very, I like roles. I like everyone to follow them. Sure. So my porn, my, uh, my Instagram is pretty friendly. I mean, there's definitely things on there that are strategic, but I'm yeah, never yeah. like tits. You wish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Instagram, I'm I want Dahlia, and also my website is uh, I want Dahlia for my clips too. Great. Yeah. That's good. Uh, we are the Porn Social People Podcast. We're sponsored by Spunk Lube. Uh, I didn't get it in. I didn't get it in the shot because I literally couldn't figure out all the angles. The angles, but I got like a lifetime supply of Spunk Lube. Very good stuff. Check it out. Um, we're also uh, rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We drop a new episode every Sunday uh, at uh, midnight. So technically Monday. Uh, my name is Dan Fergalet. I'm a comedian. I started uh, running a show on uh, the Lower East Side in New York City. Every Tuesday at 10 p.m., very fun show. Come check that show out. Uh, I will also be hosting the 2019 Inked Awards and uh, look forward to, to that process, and then hopefully we can get a, uh, another porn stars or comedians. Would you ever do comedy? Hells yes. Cool. So then uh, I've confirmed Dally Rain for the porn stars or comedians. Uh, so look out for that, and we'll, we'll try to find a venue and do that show because that's a very fun show uh, for the folks and the fans. Thank you again to my guests for mm -hmm. being here. Um, if you have any questions about the things that we talked about, I guess just DM you yeah. and uh, and get into it since you, you want to teach as much as you want to uh, have people learn. Um, so thank you again, and uh, thank you for listening, guys. We're on YouTube, we're on Google Play, we're on iTunes, wherever you found the thing. We're on the other thing. We got some fun content today on YouTube, and uh, thank you for listening. We'll try to give you good content whenever we can. <laughs>